It's a pretty good time to be a Welsh rugby fan in the south of France. Lyon was a special place to be after the Australia game. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast at the Rugby World Cup. relive and review the victory over Australia, which means Wales are the first team to qualify for the quarterfinals. First, let's hear from the architect of this Wales turnaround coach, Warren Gatland. I thought it would be a close game. In fairness, we had a great week training in terms of preparation. Captain's run yesterday, the boys were extremely sharp. We made a couple of mistakes and then I thought during the warm-up we looked sharp as well, so... We've put a lot of work in the last four months as a, as a team together and we know that we're a team, a momentum team. We build on confidence in terms of performances and you saw yesterday with Portugal that you know they're not a bad side And uh, for last week you know, considering the number of changes we made and we felt we didn't get enough credit for the Fiji performance. You know, at 65 minutes or 67 minutes at 32-14 we felt we'd done the job and give away a yellow card and bring them back into the game and everyone was talking about how unlucky Fiji were so you know we kept that pretty much to ourselves but I thought today was uh, an outstanding performance in terms of what we wanted to achieve, game management. Uh, we were blown about at half time but we knew that they were worse than us as well so um, and I thought we just went out there and controlled the second half fantastically well. Warren, what was the most pleasing aspect of that performance for you? Oh, the fact that they didn't score any tries. I thought uh, we spoke at half-time about some of our line speed. We didn't feel it was good enough to start with in terms of getting off the line. So that was a, a big focus for us at half-time, just making sure that we were a little bit more aggressive uh, the first three or four steps. Um, we, we definitely improved in the, in the second half with that. Uh, I thought Gareth Davies did a fantastic job in leading that aspect of the game. But, I thought a game management in terms of keeping the scoreboard ticking over. You know, it was pretty close in the first 15, 20 minutes, which all test matches are going to be because you know people don't lie down in that first period. And we just grew into the game and, and got better. We've had a fantastic week in terms of the preparation, in terms of the clarity that we're trying to deliver to the players and the squad. I felt, and I spoke to the coaches during the week, and I said, we could be a reasonable team going forward. Yeah, is it fair to say that you're a comfortable side when you don't have the ball? I know we want the ball. <laughs> but, you know, I think that the game at the moment, as we, we speak about, it's probably a little bit favoured to the defensive teams in terms of turnovers and, and stuff. Uh, and, you know, sometimes with test match rugby, as you go through a period where, you know, you might be defending for, for a period, but the the momentum will change at some stage and then how do you work on that and capitalise on that and so I thought we were pretty clinical in a lot of areas. There's probably a few things in opposition 22 we need to tidy up in terms of creating a bit more width. We got a little bit narrow at times but that first line out stuff where Jack's gone through and then passed to Gareth I thought we were sharp there. We created some opportunities and they never really threatened us from an attacking perspective which was uh, very pleasing from our, yeah, our point of view. Just a word on um, Gareth Anscombe and the way that he managed the game, coming on after just 10 minutes and uh, doing as well as he did. You know, we went with Gareth in terms of his experience. You know, he wasn't 
100% happy with his game last week. He's, we know he's come back from injury and had been underdone and stuff and hadn't had a lot of the um, preparation time with the squad in terms of when he broke his thumb. Went with that experience and you know, I think he's, he really stepped up tonight and probably last week's game was one that he needed under his belt to get, that, get through that. Um, I thought he defended well, made some, some really telling tackles. Kept the scoreboard ticking over with threes and the drop goal as well. And um, yeah, so it was a pleasing performance from him. Only a few months ago, you had a team that was on the verge of going on strike and divided in your own words. Can you just talk a bit about the job you've done to the turnaround and to get the team into the quarterfinals? Uh, um, look, there was a lot of things going on before the Six Nations and then contract issues and, and players being offered and for them, you know, just understanding the the frustrations from them in terms of their security and future and, and families and stuff and I fully understood that and I didn't realise at the time the impact that that had on the coaching staff and probably even myself I kind of went I've just got to sit back and, and let things unfold and you know, potentially wait until after the Six Nations and then when you can get a squad together and you know we've been together nearly four months now when we first came into camp and then you know you can put the detail and the preparation and, and the hard work, which we've always prided ourselves on because, you know, we're such a small nation in terms of, you know, as a tier one nation in terms of our, our playing numbers and proud of the fact that we're, the success has been based on hard work and, and punching above our weight. We get confidence from results like tonight and building momentum and that makes us even more dangerous going forward. And so the guys have got... Uh, three or four days off uh, now, uh, spend time with their loved ones and, and family, and then we assemble Thursday again after they've had a bit of a break, and you know we start focusing and preparing for Georgia. Can you just uh, say uh, the man on your left, the the role that he's played in in that four months, and again tonight the performance he had? He probably a little embarrassed. I think he's he's growing into this role. It takes a little bit of time. He's he's still a young man, and I kind of threw him in at the deep end. But he's been absolutely outstanding. I, I said to him on the way here, I thought he spoke brilliantly during the week, spoke um, well yesterday and today, and you know, just uh, a huge amount of admiration for him. And I can't understand any of his Welsh, but uh, you know, definitely a player of the future. We're, we're blessed at the moment with Sevens in Wales, and having spoken to Jack earlier on, you know, where do you see yourself? And he said he's a seven, and I know he's been playing six and can cover the back row and then we've got Tommy Raphael and, and Tane Basham as well and other quality loose forward number sevens in, in Wales but you know he's definitely a player who's leads from the front and uh, I thought he was outstanding tonight I just thought he did exactly that you know just led from the front and uh, it was a brilliant performance from him and we kind of think that you know if we can get through to the quarterfinals and, and build on what we did tonight taking on Georgia, which is going to be a tough physical challenge. We've got a quarter-final, and then, you know, without looking further ahead, just you know, just one game at a time. So our focus next week when we come in on, on Thursday will be all about um, focusing on Georgia, you know, a team that we lost against um, in the autumn. And we need, to, we need to rectify that, and we need to make sure that we don't drop our standards going forward. And, you know, I think these players are well aware of that. Uh, they've worked incredibly hard and um, not 
you know, the message today wasn't about this wasn't about the starting 15 with 23. It's a squad of 33 coaches and staff. Everyone's made a lot of sacrifices in the last four months. We've got some great people in this environment and a lot of family and, and loved ones that have been following us as well. So you know, the message from me before the game is you get what you deserve. You get what you deserve in life from putting the hard work and effort into into doing things that we've been through some pain, we've been through some tough times, we've pushed the players right to the edge in terms of the physical demands that we've put on them and they've fronted uh, and we, I think we've got a brilliant balance within this group in terms of when they're off the field there's um, they're taking the mickey out of each other, there's some real banter which has been brilliant for the squad but when we ask them to front up and perform at trainings they get their heads on and they knuckle down and so you know, I'm really happy with the environment that we've got at the moment and how positive that is and you know, hopefully that continues over the next number of weeks. Then in the tunnels under the stadium there was a chance to talk to a few of the key players. Let's hear first from Gareth Anscombe, injured before the last World Cup and it's been a pretty tough ride since. Came on early against Australia and controlled the game. You probably weren't expecting to play as much of that game, but you must have enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I, no, you're right. Like I, I suppose I was just hoping to bring some impact off the bench if, if given the opportunity. You know, clearly, obviously, Bugsy going down wasn't ideal for the team. He is so important to the group in terms of what he brings on and off the table. So, look, it was important. I just tried to do my role and, and try and give the team some direction, some control, like Dan does so well. So, look, the team got off to such a good start. Um, I was able to slowly go about my business and slowly, I suppose, grew into the game. So, um, oh look, I was just pleased to get some extra minutes in there. It's been a while, so really enjoyed it. Fantastic occasion and, and just a great way to deliver in front of a, a lot of our Welsh fans today. Given how much rugby you've had and how nearly you missed this World Cup, it must have been really satisfying to get the opportunity and begin to find your form. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's been a, it's been a tough road. Um, with so many setbacks and knockbacks and um, I had injury in Turkey that you know, when I thought I was building and go well, and at one stage I thought it was another World Cup gone. So it's been so emotionally difficult. You know, I won't hide away from the fact that it's been tough to take, but um, there's a great medical staff here that have helped patch me up, and thankfully the coaching staff uh, backed me to get back, and I wasn't quite pleased with the way we went about our work last week. But uh, look, the most important thing was that I learned from it, and I thought I took some lessons out of that. And, uh, came on a little bit earlier than I thought, but um, you know, pleased that I was able to add something to the team today. The try for Nick, and of course, keeping the scoreboard ticking with the conversions of penalties. When you were looking up at the scoreboard, were even you a little bit surprised? Well, I don't know. You know, when you get stuck into um, when you're in the moment, I suppose we were. Look, we've thrown away some leads in the last couple of uh, 12 months. Played Australia in November, up by 30, and, and didn't finish it off. So, I suppose a lot of us were were mindful of that. Uh, Fiji will let them back into it. So that was what was really pleasing. That was a real ruthless element to us. And even at the end there, when you know some teams can switch off and just give a team easy tries, you know the fact that Nick got his body in front and the boys swarmed around him. Uh, you know we we talk about playing for each other. I mean, Josh spoke about it during the week. You know we we are a pretty tight niche bunch. I think we've got a few things right off the field in terms of getting around each other and getting the family involved and. There are elements we need to keep improving for sure, but I don't think many people would have predicted uh, that performance today, so that was pleasing. 
Georgia next and a quarter final to look forward to. Just give your assessment of those. Yeah, Georgia tricky, you know, we certainly won't overlook that, you know. Oh, look, the, the draw comes at a good time for us, the fact that we've got a bit of a week now just to lick our wounds, reassess and go again, you know. It's a, such an intense tournament, it's important that you step away and just reassess. So, look, Disney's in our own hands, which is nice, you know, it's important that we look at this performance today, their elements, we certainly need to improve, I think Georgia showed in the past, you know, we, we certainly need to make sure we turn up there in the right frame of mind and their elements we need to get right, so they're going to be a tricky one, but we'll enjoy tonight. We've got a lot of family over, so look, it's positive. It's a good vibe in the camp, and we'll just look to go about our work with our heads down and keep working hard. You deserve to enjoy tonight. Well done. Thank you very much. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Thanks, guys. A special occasion for second row Adam Beard with his 50th cap. What was that like to play in? It was a record score, but it was pretty physical up front for, well, all of it. Yeah, to be fair, you've got to give full credit to Australia. Um, they came out of the, um, the traps fully, uh, fully firing and uh, put us under a lot of pressure. So I just think our, our defence was immense today to keep a good quality side like Australia to no tries and just six points. Shows the work that we've been putting in over the last couple of months, especially with our defence. And um, yeah, I thought the boys were, were amazing in that aspect today. Some of the early set pieces were really tightly fought, but as the game went on, you got control. What was the key to that? Yeah, it was like um, like we knew they were going to um, come out the, the the traps firing, like I just said. So we just had to stay on script, um, not go individual, um, and just keep keep on the same page then. And we knew that if we kept uh, banging on the door, then maybe they would break. And uh, you could see towards the end that we got some uh, great set pieces, some good tries, and yeah, it worked out pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, you've played a lot against Australia over the years and it hasn't always worked like that. It must have been quite enjoyable to do it today. No, yeah, it's, it's a pretty special moment, especially for myself, 50th cap, and uh, to get the, the biggest win over Australia in such, um, such a big event in the World Cup, um, yeah, it was pretty special. And that bit, you were out, the, out on your own for ages at the start of the game. What was that like coming out? Oh, yeah, it was, it was obviously pretty special. Um, don't want to make it too big about myself and stuff like that, but it was yeah, a nice gesture for the, the lads to say to obviously lead them out and stuff like that. So yeah, pretty special moment for myself, my family, friends, and everyone who's helped me along the way. So yeah, pretty special. Still pretty young to be 50 caps. How does that feel? Yes, um, still uh, still working hard, still working on my game and everything like that. But no, it's a pretty special milestone that. No doubt they've worked, worked hard for over the last 10 or so years that I've been in the game and uh, yeah, it's just a proud moment for me and my family and friends. Georgia next, so there'll obviously be a bit of uh, revenge in the air I suppose for that and then you, you know you're in the quarterfinals. Yeah, look, um, we know we're in the quarterfinals but we've got one more group game left and um, we can't take Georgia lightly. Yeah, we'll be fully focused on that game and look, last time we played them they had the upper hand on us so... It'd be nice to finish this group with four wins, so we're going to do everything we can over the next two weeks to get prepped for that game and make sure we're all firing ready for it. Great, good luck with it. Thank you very much. Scrum half Gareth Davis was another key player. His darting runs in defence, stopping Australia build any momentum. I mean, Gareth, you must have, must have enjoyed that. What was that like to play? Yeah, it was a um, great performance from us all. You know, we had a good week's training. It wasn't uh, perfect against Portugal last week, so... Um, we worked hard in training this week and I think it, it showed on the pitch today. You've had a lot of battles with Australia down the years. Can you quite believe yeah. it when you looked at the scoreboard at the end? Yeah, I couldn't quite believe it to be honest. I, you know, it felt like um, 
It was obviously a very tough match, you know. Australia are a very good team. I know they're under a bit of pressure, but they got some amazing in individuals and, you know, they're a good team, like I said. But, um, yeah, when I came off, I think, 60 minutes, I didn't realise how far ahead we actually were, to be honest. And, yeah, to be fair to the boys that came off the bench as well, they did a fantastic job and really put the um, foot in the throat in the last 20 minutes. We were talking in Old Panathians about your defensive role and your confidence in it. That was a pretty good exhibit A of what you can do, wasn't it? Yeah, a couple of nice defensive... Um, reads but uh, yeah, hopefully there's plenty more to come hopefully. Warren was talking about you leading from the front leading that defensive role mm. yeah you're getting your confidence back you're enjoying it. Yeah you know, if, you know how, how I'm enjoying myself at the moment back in the, in the Welsh jersey really enjoying it the, the stuff I do with both Kingy in attack and uh, with Mike in defence as well I'm re really enjoying it again. Quarterfinals it's the territory you're used to what, what's the attitude in the camp to that? Yeah, you know, we've just got to keep building now. Um, we've got a couple of days off now to recover. And then, um, obviously, we need a good win against Georgia, hopefully. You know, we won't speak about the quarterfinals too, too much until we, we've got a job to do against Georgia first. So um, we'll concentrate on them first, and then hopefully um, we'll see who we, who we draw in the quarters. Well, centre Nick Tompkins has been in top form in this World Cup, quietly key in everything he does. I am properly pleased, I think. It's been a brilliant year with Saracens and uh, coming off of that, I had a good amount of confidence and then and the way I've been training, I've been really pleased about that and, and that's given me confidence. And then and now the two games of playing with George has been really fun, enjoyable and some good stuff. And I've really enjoyed that. So, yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, every game you just try and take as much as you can with you and leave the bad stuff, keep the good. Um, but yeah, it's it's been brilliant and I've been taking a lot of confidence from it. I just hope, hope it keeps going. I think Wales have scored 10 tries at the World Cup. I think eight have come straight off lineouts and scrums, which suggests a sort of certain structure is working for you, as opposed to something a little bit more complicated. I don't know. Is, is that how you feel? And in a way, is that the basis for success? That you, if you, if you can score with first phase possession or first or second phase possession, it's a pretty good basis. Is it? Yeah. It, I, what's pleasing, I suppose, about that stat is that it shows that you, you're, you're doing the right analysis, you're working on the right stuff. And, and you're executing well. That's that's what shows everyone in that back line knows what's going on and, yeah. and what to do. So that's really pleasing in that sense. Um, we're all working quite harmoniously in that way. So that that's yeah, that's that's really good. Suppose we now have to work on the face play stuff. Then that's we've got to get more tries from that. But yeah. I want to take that. I, I'm not going to complain about a stat like that. Talking about that structure, it just shows the hard work that you, you've all put in the last four months. How important has that been? Warren was saying go out and get what you deserve. You seem to be taking that message on board. Yeah, like, we're not going to stand here and say we've worked harder than every other team or anything like that, but I, I mean, everyone has the, is, is in having their own experience of this, and I, I think you always believe when you put the hard work in like that, you just, you think, not you deserve, but you just, you feel like, you know, you, you want to earn that, you've, well, you've earned that right to play like that, and it's just so pleasing to put it out there, you know, because there's so many times it doesn't happen, and you know, you, all those sacrifices can mean not nothing, but they, they just don't mean as much as, as it is. So it's really, really pleasing that to get a result like that, it just shows that the hard work was worth it and it was, uh, yeah, it was worth all of it. But after the Fiji game, I think you were second in the metres carried, first in the tackles, third in passes. Yeah, you were in every single category, your contribution to the game. You must feel really pleased with the way that you're fitting into the team at the moment. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. Um, I'm just I'm grateful that my body's not feeling is feeling good at the moment because like everyone has niggles and 
last year I was probably carrying quite a fair bit and it's just it's feeling great I'm just I'm just happy to be feeling healthy and you know having a run and, and getting to play with with George and, and all these other boys and Dan Bigger and just being around great players in this world side so I'm just going to try and enjoy it as much as I can. Then the morning after there was the chance to review it all with forwards coach Jonathan Humphreys. It's uh, quite a good morning after the night before isn't it how are you all feeling? Yeah you know happy yeah relieved to a certain degree but you know we felt we were you know all week that, that we were in a good place so it was, it was good to see that come to fruition you know all, all the hard work we've done over the last four and a half months. When you were so totally dominant towards the end could you quite believe it are you used to that sitting in the coaching box sort of being able to relax thinking we're just on top here? Uh, no, not really. I, I, probably about seventy-five minutes on. Um, it, it was it was nice to be that last sort of you know five minutes or so to enjoy it. To, you know, see all our family, all the kids, and everything in front of us. So, yeah, that that was good. The early forward exchanges were quite even. Australia were on top at times. What happened? Because it just gradually changed in your favour as the game wore on. Yeah, you know, it's a technical point. The scrum time we felt that. Um, that their tight dead was sort of angling across, which meant that uh, Gar Tom was was outside of him. So we had to wait till it was our scrum, our ball, that we could um, sort of assert that dominance. So things changed really after we started getting put-ins on our ball. So we talked about you know how to deal with that during the week, and um, you know the boys' problem solved really well out there. You know we came in half time, we knew what we needed to do. They made a couple of slight adjustments, and um, yeah, and it was good from there on. You've played against Australia, of course, and coached against them many times. I mean, could you quite believe what went on with them as the game wore on as well? Um, you're so engrossed in in what's happening for you, in front of you. Like I said, you know, you felt all week that the boys were in a really, really good place. There was a lot of calmness about what we wanted to do, and they were very clear about that. So, you know, I, I felt that we put them under, you know, a hell of a lot of pressure. So... Yeah, we, we, we were just delighted the way it went for us, you know, and um, and when, when you can create that much pressure as we did, you know, it, it is difficult for teams to get out of there. Warren said Dan Bigger looks like being out of the Georgia game last night. Just wondering if, if there are any more sort of injury news on him and, and the rest of the players. No, we're pretty good apart from that. Yeah, so Biggs will probably be a couple of weeks, but he, he's feeling a lot better this morning. So, so hopefully, you know, a couple of weeks he will be in. You look forward to the Georgia game and presumably that's one that uh, Wales have got a point to prove. No, it's about winning. We want to finish top of our group. And Georgia, like I say, they, it was only a few short months ago, they, they beat us at the stadium. So, you know, we, we'll be treating them with with massive respect. Our focus, you know, after a couple of days off, will turn you know, directly to Georgia. Yeah, they beat you at the stadium and they did it by pretty much destroying you up front in the final minutes. That's what I meant by you have a point to prove. Yeah, there's uh, it, it was difficult to watch, you know, in the, in the end of that. But there was, you know, we had people who hadn't played in eight months coming out of that game. So, you know, we've got people now who are fit, prepared and, and, and definitely want to go and do a job. You will want to top the group, of course. It looks as though that would be Argentina or, or possibly even Japan. Can you look that far ahead? Can you start thinking that they haven't been that impressive that far as they've they've gone through the tournament. No, no. Um, you know, we we need to fully concentrate on Georgia. We know we're in the quarterfinals, but no, it's, it's Georgia is is a massive game for us. You know, we want to keep momentum going. 
Uh, we don't want to fall off the sort of standards that we're setting. So, no, it'll be just focus on them. Can you just talk a bit about the, the performance of the pack in general? You must have been so pleased. You know, you mentioned the scrum there, but, you know, you had success with the, the driving wall as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Like I thought the feeling in the week was really good. You know, we spent four and a half months just trying to, to improve and try and set standards. And, you know, we came up against, in, in terms of line-up defence, you know, probably one of the best line-up defences out there. They're very good, look, puts a lot of pressure on you. And I thought Beatty called the line-up really well. And our execution was where it's been, you know, where, where we needed to be. So, you know, we, we were delighted. And we talked about afterwards about that's the standard that we have to be and that's the standard we got to set. That's what you want to keep doing, potentially even improve it with maybe some tougher tests to come in the in the knockout rounds. Yeah, when you get to the quarterfinals, everything's going to be tough there. It's all it's, This game's so much about fine margins and that comes in, in the set piece. So, you know, we, we talk a lot in training about training margins and that's what we'll be doing. And can I just ask you a bit about the approach that Warren has with the the players and the staff, you know, this whole family first approach, the turnaround that he's had since the Six Nations has been amazing, really. I mean, what does the um, approach that he has with the players' family do for them in terms of their morale? Oh, it's, it's just they're very close. They're around the environment. Our meeting room yesterday, you know, where we have food, there's, there was a big family do going below with, you know, with all our kids, our families and wives. And you can hear them all laughing and joking, you know, having a good time and and reiterating that, you know, we do this for them. That's what it's about, right down to the bones. So uh, and that's incorporating everything we do. Could you just talk a little bit about Gareth Anscombe? We know he's been to hell and back with what's happened to him over the last couple of years. I mean, he was magnificent, wasn't he, last night, coming on early in the game and pretty much dictating. Yeah, Portugal was 10 months before or something like that. He's a huge professional, you know, he's so well prepared and he, he was excellent. There's, you know, we've got a couple of leaders in the group, Biggs and and Gareth are two of those people. They drive how we want to play, you know, they drive training standards. So it was great, you know, uh, unfortunately when Biggs went off to have someone like Gar come on and drive the game plan. So, no, he was, he was excellent. When you think back six or seven months ago, I know it's going back, but where Wales were at that time to where you are now, could you put your finger on, is it just sheer hard work or is it a combination of different things that have enabled you to get where you are now? It's a combination of things. It's, um, you know, what went on in the Six Nations and in terms of stuff off the field, I don't think anybody really understands that, truly understands that, how much of an effect that had. But going back to, you know, the DNA of this team, which is hard work, believe you're working harder than everybody else. If you do that, then you're in with a fighting chance. And uh, and we knew if we worked hard that um, and become a difficult team to beat, that's where we need to be. And um, it's a tribute to, to how hard those boys worked. I don't think anybody realised how hard they worked. It was uh, it was incredible. So it's good to see them getting yeah, just desserts. If somebody had told you to be before the tournament, you'd be the first team to officially get quarter final qualification, what would you have said? Yeah. Um, look, I, I think you know coming into this tournament, there was there was belief starting. There was, you know, we used the uh, the warm up games for selection really because I think we, we were probably one of the most open teams for selection. Uh, and coming into it, look clearly to beat Fiji, Australia, and bonus point against Portugal. You know, you you'd have taken their hand off, and um, yeah, it's it's really good. You know, it's a really good feeling. 
as a squad, we're pretty united as a, we're very united as a group. So, yeah, it just allows us to enjoy a couple of days off. You know, just turning Leon red, really. What was, what was that like? Uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a memory to to cherish. I think um, the whole thing, you know, leaving the hotel here with all the families, clapping you on the bus and just seeing uh, the excitement with uh, just seas of red as you're going in on the bus. Um, and it's been like that everywhere we've been. And we've been to a few cities. It's such a massive buzz. You can feel it as players when you see the middle of um, the cities just full of red people singing the national anthem. This is awesome. It's a great, great, great feeling. Have you as players and coaches seen the, the videos that have been doing the rounds of the, the fans singing before the games? And what's that sort of done for the morale? Because we were there yesterday and it was pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we actually showed up before before the Fiji game. See the the sea of red in in the centre there. There's there's loads of videos like that. It it's because you're in a in a sort of bubble away from all that, and then when you see it, it's uh, it's incredible, man. It's uh, really is incredible. So that's it from this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. More from France next week, of course. But until then, goodbye. <laughs>